Hey guys, welcome to the pod. My name's Nash. Today on the podcast, we're bringing you all the action from the Rugby World Cup on Sports with Nico. And Swan gets all the latest on the Michael Crouch Innovation Centre in Science Fair. But up first, after many turbulent months, Jamie has returned from Europe and is back behind the mic. I am stoked to say that it is now time for an instalment of Classic PB&J. Have a listen. Jamie, it's it's so good to see you. It's like I've woken up from a really weird dream. You were in Europe, and I was stuck working with someone called Jared. I grew a beard. I was really mean to people. It, it was awful. You being mean to people? What are you, 12? And you with a beard, like, don't make me picture that. That's just gross. But that Jared thing, he does sound pretty awful. So our first question this week is from Ed, who studies media. Ed asks, is it too late to start shredding for stereo? Okay, so just the phrase shredding for stereo tells me all I need to know about you. Ed, yes, it is too late, both for you to get big and for you to save your personality. Ed, I'm glad you understand what Stereo Sonic is all about. Some people will say the music, but it's really about taking your shirt off and trying to impress other shirtless dudes. Hit the gym, Ed. It's never too late. Godspeed. Our next question is from Louise from Art and Design, and she says, I was recently informed by a mutual friend that my best friend has had several secret parties over the course of the year that she has failed to invite me to. I'm pretty hurt, but how do I talk to her about it without making things worse? Louise, maybe bring it up with them in a non-confrontational way. Ask if you've done something to upset them. Be honest, be upfront. If that fails among my circle of friends, it's 21st season. If you want to dance for 45 minutes to Kanye and take your shirt off during speeches, you can come party with us. A party in the Shire? Gross. I'd rather sit at home alone every Saturday night for the rest of my life. Louise, consider for 30 seconds that you're the one with the problem. Maybe you need this time away from your friends' parties so you can have a chance to reevaluate your life choices. So our last question is from Kate, who studies law. Kate says, a lot of my friends are really into rap and I don't have anything to contribute. What are some names I can drop? Okay, so I'm gonna answer this question, but I do wanna say that I find it terribly tragic. Say you love Kendrick's flow, you are heaps into Drake and Future's album, and you can't wait to see what Schoolboy Q puts out next. You're welcome. I'm almost embarrassed for you right now, Jamie. You forgot about Dre. Patrick, I will probably never speak to you again because of that joke. That's fair. We had a good run over the last three minutes. Okay, so if you have any questions, send them to us at thepod at arc.unsw.edu.au. Bye. 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 And as always, guys, if you have any questions of your own that need answering, be sure to send them our way. Shoot us an email at thepod.arc.unsw.edu.au. And on a serious note, I would like to thank Jared for stepping up and filling in for Jamie over the semester. You were a real lifesaver, dude. And Patrick, Jamie and I were very pleased we didn't have to retire the segment in her absence. So thank you. And happy birthday. Up next, let's get those creative juices flowing as Swan takes a look at the Michael Crouch Innovation Centre in this week's instalment of Science Fair. Have you ever walked past the new Materials Science Building on campus and wondered, why are there surfboards on display in the windows? 
or been having a coffee on the alumni lawn on a Tuesday afternoon and seen groups of students mysteriously huddled around whiteboards. Well, this week's segment of Science Fair is here to unravel the mystery for you. We've done all the work and found out just what goes on at UNSW's brand new Michael Crouch Innovation Centre. My name is Fiona Chout and I'm the Program Manager at the Michael Crouch Innovation Centre. We're on the ground floor of the new Material Sciences and Engineering Building. So where you can see all those glass windows is that, that is us, so it's really like working in a fishbowl. The centre is open from 10am all the way till 10pm at night from Monday to Friday and even on Saturdays from 11 till 6. The Innovation Centre is a playground of innovation. It really is a place and a space for you to come try, test, fail and we really believe that true innovation is found in play and true innovation really comes from serendipitous collaboration so we're really a, a hotbed for testing and trialling. So if we have students who have gone through the innovation process, so whatever field you go into, you know, we lift Australia through, through innovation. The centre is fairly new on campus but there's already been heaps of interest in what they do. You know, we've only been open for now like five weeks but even, you know, we've had more than you know, 1,500 students come through. It's, um, it's great to see such an appetite from the UNSW student community. So remember all those mysterious students that you saw on Tuesday afternoon? Well, the Innovation Centre runs regular weekly workshops and panels on what they call Design-Led Tuesdays. So with Design-Led Tuesdays, and that is being run by Selena Griffith from Art and Design, and so at lunchtimes, we're doing that one also in partnership with Enactus. And it's like a lunch and learn session. It's from like 12 to 2. And students can come in and have lunch, also staff and, and community as well, and work on design thinking, thinking projects. That series has actually been going over 10 weeks. You don't have to do all of the sessions. You can kind of dip in and out, depending on you know, what else you've got going on. Then in the evening, with our, you know, under the theme of design-led Tuesdays, we then have industry panels come in and, and, you know, bring what's happening externally, and you know, bring some of the best um, design thinkers to UNSW. And each panel, there's at least three speakers, and we always make sure that there's also a UNSW alumni on the panel. So that's more of a, you know, an in-conversation piece whereas the lunch times are much more hands-on, like a lunch and learn approach. Okay, I know what you're all thinking. How do I get my hands on some 3D printers and laser cutters? Well, you do need to attend what they call a makerspace workshop to be inducted, but more importantly, you need to book ahead. You can jump onto our um, website and then sign up for one of the 3D Print 101 workshops. Now, a really exciting event that's coming up soon that's being organised by the Innovation Centre is the Climate Change Music Art and Innovation Festival. It's being held on the 29th of October and there is an absolutely massive lineup of events, workshops, free music, outdoor screenings, food trucks and a competition with a very special prize. The university has also launched um, an ID platform where students can also submit their ideas via UNSW ideas. And the university will also be from the ideas which innovative solutions to, to climate change. The university will actually be sending two students to Paris to the big climate talks. 
Another project that the Innovation Center is currently showcasing that I was really curious about is the Dome Lab. Have a look at the pictures on their website, but it's essentially an immersive audiovisual experience underneath a massive screen shaped like a half sphere. And the best thing about it is it's free and open to anyone to come and have a look during the same hours that the center is open. Especially if you've got tests or exams or anything, pop into the dome, have a quick little, you know, just lie under it and absorb the surreal experience. There's a beautiful piece also on UNSW itself in the dome. Highly recommend it. So as promised, we also asked Fiona about the surfboards in the windows. Um, that's an art exhibition, Philip George from Art and Design, and it's called Borderlands, and it's an Islamic art in, on, on surfboards, so those surfboards will never, ever um, be surfed on, and they will never enter the water, so they are, they are artworks. Check out Borderlands, it's a really amazing exhibition, and watch out for the new exhibition that will be coming into the space very soon, which will be around climate change. So the main message that the Innovation Centre is trying to get out to UNSW students is that it really is about collaboration with each other, no matter what faculty you're from. They've got a number of student projects going on at the moment. They've got groups looking at new recyclable materials for 3D printing, even a new type of 3D printer, and they do work in collaboration with other clubs and societies on campus, especially Create UNSW and Enactus. The best way to get involved is just come in. Don't be intimidated. Come and come and have a go. Like the one of the core values of the Innovation Centre is everyone is welcome. All students, all faculties, and I think, and that's what's great about students who just come through the door is they can say, well, you know, I'm studying, you know, this, but you know, it's completely not related. But I would like to get involved. So then we'll say, okay, we've got these projects, you know. Which one would you like to get involved in? You know, you want to get involved in all of them. <laughs> and if you'd like to get involved with any of the awesome programs happening at the Innovation Centre, head over to their website and Facebook page. Up next, it's time for Sports with Nico. Uh, good joke for this week is my grades. <laughs> <laughs> The mess I need to fix okay. them up. It's spending too much time recording. Recording. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, welcome to Sports with Nico. To my left, we've got Franco. To my right, we've got favourite son, Nash. Uh, all Thanks, right, gentlemen. Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Today, what we're going to talk about is the Rugby World Cup yet again and the Wallabies beating another host nation. They're, they're undefeated now, aren't they? The, yeah, yeah. The Wallabies. Uh, Wallabies undefeated in the pool, but the... Manner in which they remained undefeated was beautiful. Yeah, that this weekend. that last game I missed it. <laughs> Honestly, it was the hardest game in the whole history of watching any sport for me. <laughs> We're getting a lot of these really big milestones every week. Yeah, I notice yeah. <laughs> yeah. greatest grand final of all time. So yeah. what made, what made it so difficult to watch? Okay, so Wales is a strong team. They were a strong contender in this World Cup, and uh -huh. in order to beat them, we had to really step up our game. Another yeah. host nation as yeah. well. Yeah. And okay. so, during the play of the game, they were really hammering us. They knew our plays and stuff, but what they did, or what we ended up doing, was uh, committing two yellow cards. So that means two players off the field. So we got Genia. I feel like that's uh, was a poor choice. 
But by us, it was something that had to be done in some cases. So the Will Genya. Professional fouls, yeah. Professional foul. And there weren't bad fouls, they were just professional fouls. So what are there? Amateur fouls, part time fouls? Oh, there were were fouls to stop scoring. Oh, so had they not done that, they would have scored. scored. The penalty for that is you're off the field for 10. Yeah, for 10. So So that happened. So that happened twice. That happened twice. So the whole dynamic of the game changed because it was 13 players versus 15 players. And that was right on our doorstep on the trial line. And just for 10 minutes straight, they were just hammering us, hammering us on our line. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, sorry. Go on. Anyways, before I was so rudely interrupted, (laughs) they were just hammering our line 10 Uh minutes straight, but we held up, held up strong. But imagine that. 13 players yeah so we were up but then we lost two players yeah and then the defense held its own against 15 yeah they even crossed the line almost scored the try but the defense was too strong in the top country uh, top side like Wales is just amazing so what we thought we'd do is we'd compare it with uh, we'd come up with some analogies of just how amazing that defensive performance from the Wallabies was Mm. Franco you described it as the Great Wall of China yeah, you know how the Great Wall of China keeps the rabbits out? <laughs> well, I guess this... Ke- <laughs> to keep the rabbits out. Our Great Wall of... To keep, keep the Australia... <laughs> keep keeps the, the rabbits... <laughs> the Mongolian rabbits. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just to keep the rabbits out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this one keeps the Welsh out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nash, you described it as... Well, if you're losing like two of your best players or two players, it's like if it was if we were to go into an arm wrestle or um, a game of mercy, and I was just to chop two of your fingers off, and you still beat me. That'd be pretty incredible, um, you know. What? What? But if I was to chop two of your fingers off, they'll make it difficult yeah, for you to win. Scary. But you would still win. Oh, I'm not. This, go- this I'm not actually going to chop. Oh, this it's, is it's an analogy. analogy. Okay. It's an analogy. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> no, Sorry. I wasn't threatening you. <laughs> All right, listeners, uh, tune in next week to listen to Franco, Nico, and Nash on Sportsman Nico. And, yeah, see you next week. And that's all we have time for this week, guys. We'll catch you next time. See ya.